Greetings, this is Atma Boda, and today is March 13th, 2022, episode 69. The title of the, today's podcast is I Was Assaulted in My Home Lately. Actually, it was just a few days ago, and I'm just going to relay this true story that happened, and it did involve a physical attack by two men. But let me just go into the backstory of how this happened. As some of you may know, I'm living in China alone. And on a whim, I decided to just try some Tinder-like apps to see what kind of people I can meet. And to make a long story short, I was in a conversation with someone I met that, that way who didn't actually speak English, but I was translating using machine translation and at some point i gave her my address as far as where i live and we agreed to meet up and at one point she was in my home for about five or ten minutes and i heard a knock on my door and i live in a gated community so there is a security guards and so forth at the gate and I normally feel very safe and for the record this is the first time anything like this has happened to me in China and I've been here for more than five years so I opened the door without looking through the people hindsight is 2020 should have done that I opened it and two guys just barged in I react and I look at them I'm like no 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 and I exit my apartment because I instinctively didn't want to be stuck with two guys in my place because instantly I recognized that this is a honeypot scam. In other words, they are there to do extortion, to intimidate, and to get me to pay money. One guy claimed to be her brother, and to make a long story short, so I'm outside of the apartment and then because I didn't go inside, they came back outside again. And during this whole process, I felt the adrenaline rush, but at the same time, my mind was always in bliss and I didn't feel any fear. In fact, I felt strong. I felt this power inside of me and I felt the impulse to kind of get into their faces a little bit and tell them to leave. And I could see at one point during this con confrontation, the younger of the two, I could recognize some fear in that person's eyes. And so I got up in his face a little bit. And then the other guy, while I'm doing that, I could see that they then start making movements to attack me, right? So I, I cover myself up and I took pretty much all the blows on my the backs of my hands and on my back. My, I did get a slight cut on my face right under my left eye. And then I just stood up and like nothing happened and just told them to leave and they left. And this situation might apparently is hard for some people to believe. It's like, well, why would they just come there and leave? 
but I wanted to share this story because it illustrates that this philosophy isn't just words. There is power behind it. And when you do master desire, you master fear, you master doubt, you master anxiety. And so when you're coming from the ultimate place of or a, high, a, a, a more ultimate place of strength, nothing external can affect you. Nothing can make you feel down. Nothing can make you feel afraid. And even though they were hitting me, I felt no pain at all in the entire altercation. And normally I don't share such personal stories in my life, but I just thought that this could help some people who may be in a, a different sort of situation. And it also helps to illustrate that when I say I don't feel fear, I don't feel fear, right? Regardless of any situation, doesn't matter if it's a boss, it doesn't matter if it's an attacker on the street, it's possible to get to that place where you are unperturbed and that may appear outwardly a bit crazy to some people like if somebody attacking you and it's like you're not showing any fear that can be in intimidating to some people so that in turn can act as a defense and so even though i did not get physically violent with them still the situation resolved where i did not fall for their trap i did not allow myself to get extorted or even being placed in a position whereby I could have been taken advantage of. And the reason why I went outside the apartment, by the way, and not staying in the apartment is because if something happened, I want the neighbors to be able to hear. But of course, all the neighbors, they stayed inside of their places and didn't even poke their heads out. But yeah, I guess that's... China for you. A lot of people are anti, actually they avoid conf any sort of confrontation. It's not only China, it's the Asian thing. It's avoid confrontation. But yeah, so I just wanted to share that little story, but I have some other uh, insights and inspirations too that I want to share. But before I do, I just want to also express my gratitude because it's now been about two years since crossing over that threshold of illumination. And in more than two years, I've not had a single negative thought or experienced doubt or fear or any sort of mental anxiety for the last two years. And so I'm very grateful for that. And, no, and now I'm even more confident. And so someone might ask, oh, well, if you are so wise, then why did you put yourself in this situation whereby you, you could be attacked? And well, first of all, obviously, I didn't want this to happen. But I think that the universe has things happen to us for a reason, that in overcoming certain situations, it, it gives us a story to tell. It gives us an anecdote. It gives us a life experience that can be a teaching moment. 
not only for yourself, but for others that also hear about it. But one thing I want to be clear about is that your feedback, you, whoever's listening to this, if you have any questions about what I went over, about with this assault, whether about any philosophical concepts, I'm happy to have a detailed discussion with you. In fact, I've even set up a Zoom link at divinity.com where you can contact me directly or you can join the Slack community or the Reddit sub. So there's various ways to interact or you could comment on the YouTube channel and I'll respond to comments that I receive there. And that is partly of help what helps motivate me to be more active in posting more often. So if you want to see more podcasts more often, like every day, send me a message or make a comment on the YouTube channel. And I read those and I'd be really interested to know your opinion. And also too, if you're interested in being a guest on this podcast, I would like that as well. I I always like to have some interesting guests. But let's go ahead and start with some inspirations that I had earlier today. Be skeptical of anyone who claims to know themselves fully. The truth is that knowing yourself is an endless process by design. The spark of the divine within you is infinite. No matter how much you know, there's always more to discover. Everyone can be better than they are now. The real balance is to be in harmony with the now and accept the present before we can realize more fully our potential. Accepting the ordinariness of life should not get in the way of experiencing how extraordinary we are, but instead it allows for the backdrop and contrast that more fully enhances our appreciation of our infinite nature. A world where complete liberation and incredible power exists, all wielded by ultimate wisdom and intelligence that seeks to benefit all. And that is not a bad world to live in. And so what the purpose of these podcasts are about is to help spread that awareness. The more people that are aware of this, the more love and inspiration that exists out there in society, the more of a paradise on earth it becomes. I recently remembered a poem that I wrote when I was a teenager and I surprisingly was able to still have it all memorized even after all of these years. And so I just want to share it with you right now. I think I believe I titled this poem Void. Vivid dreams of spasmic swirls swarms my horrid thoughts of green acres pass by under black clouds of impending doom gloom the air of inhaled mist 
pierced only by the bright stars of outlandish hope in an alien landscape, closed by minds of ignorant others, embraced by technology and the onslaught of awaited change to carry it by for eons to come. Can whispers ring true? There, that will be the first and last time I will have read that poem on a podcast. And so now it's immortalized into the digital realm. So the teenage self in me is happy. Also, too, I had just finished listening to this talk by Jordan Peterson about enlightenment and evil. And I thought it was a very intelligent talk, and I recommend it. In fact, you can find a link to it in the Ultimate Sub on Reddit. And he does make some interesting points, but his misunderstanding, in my opinion, is that humans are finite or finite and vulnerable. The first two books of Genesis talks about how Eve was born from the rib of Adam. And that is, in my opinion, um, a symbol of love being born from truth itself. And the forbidden fruit that tempted Adam was actually the symbol for external desire and the deception that you need something external to feel complete. And there is a path that leads back to the paradise of Eden. And it is about mastering. Another flaw in his reasoning is how he concludes that criminality is born from arrogance or resentment. And in my opinion, the true answer goes much deeper than that and leads again to external desire. When you have mastered external desire, it is impossible to feel arrogant or resentful. The truth is that we are not limited beings because we have the spark of the infinite within us. And what keeps us from experiencing this are the limitations that we have placed upon our own minds, whether it be as a result of personal beliefs or external conditioning by society itself. Also, the absolute does not lack anything including limitations. It can be argued that the absolute experiences limitations through us and our own experiences. My point is not to invalidate the experiences of others, but to discern what is the ideal experience. How to measure what is more ideal is the proximity of the experiencer with independence. My definition of independence is freedom from any kind of external subjugation in whatever form it takes. I would argue that freedom is not about choices, but about the ability to experience the best outcome. If you are content that you have the best outcome possible, then why would you need a choice? Okay, I'm going to go to a preceding note. Preceding note. 
Maybe it is necessary to explain what a yogi, mystic, or master is. I guess in movie terms, it is the equivalent of a Jedi master, but instead of saber skills and just gravity manipulation, it is much more than that. Than that. In fact, in the Star Wars idea of force is kind of superficial and unscientific. If you could have telekinetic powers over objects, you should be able to fly by using the same force to elevate your physical body. Yogis are more about bringing divine energy to earth and helping others to experience that, thereby being liberated. Instead of winners and losers, I want us all to be winners. In fact, that's a secret to diplomacy. And I just want to comment on that briefly too, is because the art of diplomacy is about making all parties feel like winners. And I really want to caution against, especially with what's happening with this war in the Ukraine. I know there's been a lot of demonizing of the Russians. In fact, lately, YouTube has demonetized all Russian users and they've banned Russia today, the RT news from the YouTube platform. Or if, in other words, nobody can access RT from YouTube anymore. And what that does is actually ca is counterproductive to peace. Now, I'm anti-war. I mean, I'm, I'm not for war unless it's the only option, you know, like I'm sure there are cases for war, but war is to be avoided at all costs. And what you're doing when you demonize one side is the other side in turn will demonize you back. And then what you have is an escalation. And then it becomes even more difficult to find a pathway to peace. And I'm concerned that that's what's happening right now in the world because it's becoming where one side is, is becoming demonized. And I'm not defending Russia and I'm, I'm think that invading the Ukraine, the way they've done it is not the wisest move on Putin's part, but at the same token, we can't discount the fact that there are justifications in Putin's mind for making this invasion that, and these justifications are not mentioned anywhere in Western media. So I would be careful about blindly believing any propaganda, especially propaganda that demonizes one side because it's designed to control and manipulate and brainwash you. Uh, and that's not something that I'm about. I'm about the truth. And the truth is the opposite of brainwashing. But as far as the concept of the philosopher and the how the yogi uh, and the and the yogi how they relate is the idea that there is an ultimate philosophy. Now, if you regard that you experience the truth of the ultimate philosophy in all of its nuances, then you are not only a philosopher, but an ultimate philosopher, and the ultimate philosophy is so vast that it acts like a unified field theory for all philosophies. Instead of being limited in any way, the ultimate philosophy provides a framework of viewing existence in a way that doesn't limit it, but instead allows 
the experience of reality in the most pure way possible. And Janana Yoga is the path of knowledge and advocates the f that full enlightenment can be achieved by learning and knowledge. And we're out of time. Again, we've got divinity.com. Until next time, have a great day.